While the modeling has been released, the projections are out. Ontario could have seen upwards of 100,000 deaths related to COVID-19 had we not done anything such as self-isolation and social distancing. As it stands right now, our medical officials believe we're looking at 3,000 on the low side to upwards of 15,000 of COVID deaths. And obviously, that sort of information, those stark numbers can be a triggering for some. Let's welcome in Marcia Serrata, psychiatrist. She joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Marcia, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Well, I'm okay. I think, uh, like most of us, just trying to deal with these uh, numbers and all the information that's been coming our way, not only this afternoon, but really the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, can this, when we see numbers like this, particularly 100,000 possible deaths, and again, I really want to underscore the fact that that was a worst-case scenario, and we're not trending towards that in the province. But I guess, you know, our medical officials, the government, trying to scare us straight a little bit here to keep the death toll down as much as they can. But can a number like that, can it be really triggering for some people? I think it can be triggering for some people, but I think that paradoxically, it can be so overwhelming that it can make some people shut down and just go into a lot more denial. So it just depends on how how people have their own defense mechanisms organized, right? Well, you know, that's really interesting you say defense mechanisms, because is it just innately we all deal with something like this when we get a number uh, like this, according to, I guess, I don't know, our DNA, uh, our our code, uh, how we're made? I think our defense mechanisms come from a lot of different things. It comes from what what we've modeled from our family and from our society. It comes partly from genetics, for sure. And it just comes from habits. So if we've gotten into this habit of facing things head on and, and, like you said, getting scared straight by the facts, then these facts are going to make us possibly more anxious or possibly, you know, sort of more serious about taking protective measures. But some people have denial as a uh, mechanism of of defense, and they will go into more denial because it will be so overwhelming that they'll just, you know, close down and uh, just pretend that nothing's happening. So we have to be aware of those kinds of people when we factor in, you know, these, these issues. Yeah, just how serious is that when somebody goes into denial that these uh, numbers are just so overwhelming, so staggering that they just can't uh, comprehend or, or, or deal with them? I mean, if they go into denial, could they possibly just be living their lives regularly and perhaps putting themselves and others at risk? Absolutely. I, I, I thought about four reasons why people wouldn't be engaging in social distancing right now. And I would say that there's always a certain per- percentage of the population that just don't care and there's a certain percent who just don't get it. Now, those people you can appeal to, because the ones who don't care, you can appeal to their selfish self-interest, and if you make them see that it will benefit them to start doing the social distancing, they might change. And the people who just don't get it, you got to break it down, make it really simple so they can understand, and then hopefully they will change. But the people who are in denial, it's very hard to break them because they refuse to see, because they're so frightened, they're so overwhelmed, they're so anxious, and their defense mechanism is, it's to pretend that everything is okay. And so, yes, they can be the people who are going about their business as normal as though nothing is wrong. And they're dangerous to themselves. And, of course, they're very dangerous to the society at large. All right. How about those that are feeling anxious hearing these numbers this afternoon? Uh, do they need to first maybe realize that uh, that's a, maybe a normal reaction? It's okay to feel a little fearful, a little anxious when you see numbers like this? For sure. It's a normal human response to be worried, to be concerned in a situation like this. It's unprecedented. It's, you know, not a sprint, it's a marathon. But what they have to understand is that being vulnerable, being frightened is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of being human. And that 
we have things that we can rely upon. We have a good public health system. We have government people who are very serious about this situation. I just watched uh, Premier Ford speaking and uh, the other people with him. And, you know, they're taking it extremely seriously, which is very good. And that should be reassuring to us so that we are doing everything we can. And if we recognize that we're all in this together and that this is not something that we have to face alone because everyone is working together to make this situation as minimally terrible as possible, then it can help alleviate some of our anxiety. And I'm glad you brought that up and mentioned that because I think that's so important because you're absolutely right. We can be fearful and a little anxious about some of these numbers, but that's what always kind of comforts me is when I see some of our health officials and our uh, medical leaders up there giving these uh, numbers, I say to myself, well, thank goodness there's somebody that is, you know, doing this, doing this uh, important and, and tough work and looking out for us all. And, you know, for, for a, a premier like Doug Ford, who's so business-oriented and so much about, you know, keeping the businesses up and running, for him to shut it all down, you know, you, you know he's really taking this very, very seriously. So I have to commend him and, and his people for doing that because they're saying that, you know, human life is the most important thing. And I think we all have to think that. And if we focus on the positives that we can do, all the things we can do, from hand-washing to social distancing to quarantining ourselves if we have symptoms to making sure that we do all the things that we know from the facts, that will help our anxiety because we're taking proper action. And if we trust our government, we trust our public health officials that they're doing everything they can do and that we are all in this together, I think our anxiety will be alleviated somewhat. Now, obviously, we're still going to be anxious because it's a very scary time and it's not, it's not possible to not have any anxiety. And a little bit is okay because it keeps us, you know, scares us straight, like you say. But I think that if we hang in there and just trust ourselves to do the right thing and trust our public figures to do the right thing, then we're not going to be so terrified and so, so freaked out in the long run or in the short run. All right. Just finally, Marcia, what would your best piece of advice be to somebody if this weekend they start feeling overwhelmed, they feel a little anxious about all of the information and these numbers that have come out today? Uh, what is the best way to cope with that? I think that you have to take really good care of your own mental health. And there's physical things you can do like yoga, meditation, breathing exercises. There's making sure you get enough sleep and nutrition. And reach out to people and talk about how you feel. Don't bottle it up inside. There's nothing wrong with sharing how you feel. And talk to people who you know are going to support you and understand that your situation is, is not unique. You know, everyone is feeling the same way. And people who will care about you and, and give you the reassurance that you're not alone. And that, that reassurance, I think, will make a big difference for everyone if, who's, who's experiencing anxiety right now. That is so vital, so important. And speaking of talking, thank you so much for doing so with us this afternoon, Marcia. And uh, have a safe weekend. Thank you for having me. You too. <laughs> All right, Marcia Serrata, psychiatrist with us this afternoon. I'm Jeff MacArthur. Thanks, as always, for your time and for listening. Please stay home, stay safe, stay healthy this weekend, and I'll meet you back on the television Monday morning at 9 for the morning show on Global Television and back here Monday at 1 on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Stay tuned for John Oakley. He's next at 3.